I'm the girl who talks a lot. I'm the girl who always has her head in the clouds. I'm the girl that tries to find the humor in every situation. I'm the girl who's too much. Hi, I'm Sam Richardson, and this is my podcast, Living Richardson. It is my pleasure to welcome you to my very first episode. This one's going to be all about me. My head is spinning with all of the stories I want to share with you, and we'll get there as this podcast progresses. I will get into all the nitty-gritty details, but for today, I'm just going to give you a background of who I am and my life. Currently, it is the year 2022. I am 32 years old. I am married to a wonderful, seductive, spreadsheet king, Kyle Richardson. We have three beautiful children. Evangeline is 11. Graham is 8 and Blair is three. But let's go back. I was a one-night stand baby. Okay, so technically, I think it was like a two-week stand baby, but still. Both my parents were around 20 years old when they met at a bar through mutual friends. My dad's sister had just passed away, and his friends were looking to cheer him up a little bit and get him out of the house. So my parents met and had a two-week fling, which I was conceived during. There's a whole backstory to this too, and we'll share that later on. But I grew up with a single mom. I didn't start seeing my dad until I was four years old. And even then, the relationship was never father-daughter. It was more of just like that silly uncle you see sometimes. So I would see him every other weekend growing up. And he was pretty much absent outside of those weekends in my life. He never came to see me in any sports. He never came to see any of my shows. He just, he was a guy I saw every other weekend. So from him, I actually have an older brother. He's about a year and a half older than me. And then I also have a younger sister. However, she was adopted by her stepdad at birth, and I didn't meet her until I was 20 years old. So that's on my dad's side. My mom met my ex-stepdad when I was four. He had two children of his own, which we were all around the same age. They got married when I was seven and had my two little brothers. I'm five years older than one and 11 years older than the other. My stepdad was not very faithful to my mom. Unfortunately, he had a relationship with our babysitter and she did not like me because I was my mother's child and I suffered abuse at her hands because of that. When I was 13, my mom and stepdad divorced and my mom was once again a single mom. That's really when things took a turn. And I think it was a vital time in my adolescence. I was 13 years old and my mom definitely has a lot of unresolved issues, which again, we'll get to that in another episode. And it's taken me a long time to realize the trauma I went through being the oldest daughter to a single mother. I was definitely more of a caregiver in my brother's lives versus a sister figure. And now looking back, I realized the majority of my adolescence was lived through survival mode. I did experience some sexual assault at the hands of a relative from the time I was 8 until 10 years old. I always felt misunderstood. As an adult, I have been diagnosed with anxiety, ADHD, and OCD. And I wish somebody would have recognized that in me as a child. Because I, I was the one that always got in trouble for talking. Had so many issues with daydreaming and paying attention for my work. I'm an intelligent person, but my brain works in a different way than the norm. And I struggled. 
Even though I got decent grades, it didn't come easy for me. In grade school, I was made fun of a lot for my different colored eyes. Disclaimer, I have heterochromia. That means I have two different colored eyes. My right eye is green and my left eye is brown. There was no incident that started it. It is a mutation in my genes and just results in different colored eyes. I was made fun of a lot growing up because of my eyes. People called me freak, told me not to look at them. I also did not have money growing up, especially once my mom got divorced from my stepdad. Times were really hard. I went to a Catholic school and every year we had a food drive. I remember volunteering to help collect canned goods during school hours. And then I would end up going home with that food because I belonged to one of the families that was in need. I ended up going to a public school for high school, and that was a culture shock going from Catholic school to a public school. I wasn't popular in high school, but I wasn't disliked. I was in choir and drama club, so I was a creative person, and I pretty much got along with everybody. I tried to be friendly with everybody, but then I had a select few true friends that I hung out with. When I was a sophomore in high school, one of my best friends committed suicide by jumping off of a bridge. Ultimately, I was in survival mode and I could not wait to feel like I could start my life once I graduated high school. There will be a fun story for you in the future as to what happened the day I graduated from high school when I was 17 years old. I didn't personally get arrested, but a bunch of the people I was hanging out with did. I graduated high school in 2007, and then in 2008, when I was 18 years old, I had broken up with my high school boyfriend, and shortly after breaking up with him found out I was pregnant. When I was 20 weeks pregnant, we found out the baby was going to be sick. She ended up having a congenital heart defect called pulmonary atresia. On February 3rd, 2009, I gave birth to her, my first baby girl, Cadence Michelle Shamrock. She definitely will get her own episode. She lived for six weeks. I got to spend six emotional weeks with her, and I am so grateful that I got that time. But she did pass away on March 21st, 2009. Following high school, I was accepted into the American Musical and Dramatic Academy in New York City. But before I was supposed to attend, I ended up finding out I was pregnant. After I lost Cadence, I kind of just walked around in a daze. And one day I decided I was so young, I needed to figure out what I wanted to do. So I decided to re-audition for the American Musical and Dramatic Academy in New York City. At the audition, I happened to meet a boy who was also auditioning. We exchanged numbers and hit it off. Ended up finding out we both were accepted and started to plan a future together. Now, I lived in Ohio and he lived in Connecticut. And the summer before we were supposed to start school, I drove out to Connecticut to see him in person again. We hit it off and decided to spend the summer together until we headed off to New York City in the fall. About a month before I was supposed to head to New York City, I found out I was pregnant again. Neither of us ended up going to New York City. And it was a year and a half of hell with this man. I gave birth to my second baby girl, Evangeline Grace, on July 1st, 2011. Five months later, the court filed a restraining order against my boyfriend for domestic violence. And I fled Connecticut and came back home to Ohio. I was 22 years old and a single mom. I became a state-tested nurse's aide, and I focused on what I could do to give my daughter a better life than what I was accustomed to. My mom convinced me to go on the free dating website at the time in 2012, 
called Plenty of Fish. I don't know if that's even still around. I have a couple interesting date stories from some men I met on Plenty of Fish. And one day I was scrolling through the app and this really cute guy popped up named Kyle. I was 22, Kyle was 28. So I messaged him and said, hey, based on your profile, I think we have a lot in common. (laughs) And he responded back, yeah, like what? In his defense, he had been on a lot of dates and nothing ended up coming from it. Kyle and I hit it off amazingly and started dating when Evangeline was a year old. We ended up moving in together after a year of dating. And shortly after that, I got pregnant with our son. May 12th, 2014, I had our one and only son, Graham Edwin. In 2015, we were engaged And April 23rd, 2016, we were married. So yes, things were definitely backwards, but we're a really happy family. In 2017, I suffered a miscarriage. Now, this was a different type of miscarriage. It's it's what is called a blighted ovum. It is where your body is pregnant, but something happens to where nothing ever forms. To quote the doctor, my yolk sac was there. There was no baby, just a lot of debris floating around. That took a little toll, as you can imagine. And about a year later, he ended up getting pregnant again. This time, we found out we were pregnant with twins. But at our first ultrasound, we were also told that twin B would probably not end up surviving because twin A was taking all of the nutrients. Sure enough, a few weeks later at my next ultrasound, twin B was gone and we only had twin A left. On November 25th, 2018... Blair Mabel was born. My feral, rat-nest-headed queen bee, Blair Mabel. I did suffer from severe postpartum depression following Blair and started seeking therapy and medication. Once I started managing my mental health, life started to feel good for the first time. Then the world shut down. Following the birth of Graham, we realized it was pretty stupid for me to work only to pay for daycare for two children. So I became a stay-at-home mom. And here I still am, eight years later, sitting braless in cat-covered pajamas. We were pretty lucky when the pandemic hit. As a structural engineer, Kyle's job was still very much essential. And as a stay-at-home mom, I was able to stay home and school the kids. Once the vaccines rolled out and life started to feel a little normal again, we found and bought our dream house. In December of 2021, when the COVID spike happened again, my grandmother, who I am extremely close with, and trust me, Marlene will get a few episodes of her own, she fell ill with COVID, which developed into COVID pneumonia, and her oxygen was at only 60% on New Year's Eve when they called the ambulance. Now Marlene, pretty much on her deathbed, made sure to grab a plateful of shrimp for her ride to the hospital. Three days later, she was put on a ventilator, and we were pretty convinced that was the end. I was preparing myself to never speak to this person who has been a life source for me. She was in essentially a medicated coma and on a ventilator for six weeks. And then one day, she was okay again. Marlene is now comfortably home, getting stronger every day and enjoying life again. Once we saw the light at the end of the tunnel in that situation is when all of the neighbor drama started. Who's here from TikTok? I know this is the story you guys have all been waiting for. I'm sure most of you have heard my story on TikTok or through one of the media sources that shared it, and that will have its own episode too. That one might be a long one. Now as I sit here, July 18th, 2022, things have been quiet on the neighbor front but that doesn't necessarily mean it's over. To be continued on that story. But I've learned that if anything good could come from that trauma, 
was connecting with all of you and creating a cult following for the basin in my yard. Have you bought your Bertha sticker yet? I'm a very artsy-fartsy person. I started dancing at the age of three and have never stopped. I currently am a resident choreographer for a local theater company, The Millennial Theater Project. Follow us on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, your favorite social media outlet. And sometimes I also go on stage and perform in these shows. I just recently played the part of Jeannie in Hair the Musical. And let me tell you, that forever, I think, will be my most favorite role to play. It was definitely an experience. Art is something that is extremely important to me. If I didn't have dance and theater growing up, I honestly don't know how I would have survived. I'm not telling you my life trauma so that I can get pity. I'm sharing my stories and experiences because I have felt alone for so long and I never want anyone else to feel that way. We are all going through something. We have all gone through something. And I think it's important to let others know that they're not alone. For so long, I felt crazy in thinking the way I did about my life. And I'm finally at a place where I can see it for what it is, start to overcome, and start to heal. And how I do that is by finding humor in the chaos, right? During the pandemic, I started my TikTok. Being a creative person, I needed an outlet. I started doing humorously relatable motherhood and marriage content, and I gained a decent following. When I told the story of the neighbor drama, which turned into hashtag Basin War, and good old Bertha B. Basin was born, my following increased quite a bit. And now I'm going to use my platform to continue healing by helping others heal. I am in such a good place in my life as far as understanding my mental health, understanding my worth, and having self-confidence. And I'm not going to allow anyone to treat me as a doormat anymore. Yes, I talk a lot. Yes, I am emotional. Yes, I am loud. Yes, I am over the top. Yes, I am eccentric. And that is okay. This is who I am. I'm not going to be forced to silence my voice anymore. I'm not going to give anyone else the power to make me feel like I'm a lot to handle. Because the right people love me for who I am. And their lives are better because of my too muchness. Thank you for listening to me ramble today. And I promise future episodes are going to be a lot more fun. But I just wanted to tell you who I am. I'm Sam, and I am a lot. But I'm also very loving, I'm very kind, and I want to help people. I cannot thank you enough for all of the support and encouragement I have received, especially the bulk of it in the past few weeks. Seriously, this means so much to me. And I hope you continue to stick around. I hope you check out my TikTok. It's the same as my podcast name, at Living Richardson. If you have questions or you have a story you want to share, reach out to me on TikTok. Or you can email me at livingrichardson at gmail.com. I am ecstatic to get this podcast going, and I cannot wait to see where it takes us. If you want to take this journey with me, please subscribe. Thanks for listening.